0: So far, together we have learned 50 chapters of Tanya. There are three chapters left of the first section of Tanya, the major section called Likutea Amarim, a selection of statements. In a few days we'll move on to section two, Shara Munah, the section about faith. Then we go to Igerisatshuva, the manuscript about repentance, and then a collection of letters each one on various topics and finally the fifth section which is Kuntra Achre and it's an addendum which focuses on certain points throughout the Tanya and goes more in depth in them. We are about halfway through our Tanya course. It's about 350 days so yeah, in another few days we'll be about halfway through Tanya. It's important to understand that as we go now into the final three chapters of the section, which are a mini-addendum to the first 50 chapters. It goes into more detail, quite cabalistic lingo, to understand one specific point that we mentioned, which is actually a very important point to ponder, and that is, what does it mean that God rests in certain places? If God is everywhere, how can we say that God is in your brain, or in your soul more than other parts of you? How can we say that he's in the Holy of Holies more than other pl- other parts, Holy of Holies in the Temple? What does it mean that God could be localized? So, in his words, we first need to have a bit of understanding about the idea that the Shekhinah, Hashem's resting, can rest on a subject or object in this world. We say that it rested in the chamber of the Holy of Holies in the Temple, and so too in all other instances of the Shekhinah resting. What does that mean? Hashem is everywhere. There's no place empty of Him. So, in order to understand that, we could explore a certain verse in the book of Job, Eov, that says the following, From my flesh I shall perceive God. Which is a fascinating idea that Kabbalah focuses on, that you could understand God by understanding yourself. And you can understand yourself by understanding God, because we're created in His image. Not physically, but our character. The spiritual phenomena can be discerned from the human body, which was created in Hashem's image. It's similar to the notion that a person's soul fills all 248 parts of their body from head to toe. According to Torah, there's 248 major limbs. And nevertheless, while the soul is found throughout the body, the main location and resting of the soul is in the brain. Now, if we explore that, we'll understand how God could be in some places more than others. God, of course, is found everywhere. But just as your soul expresses humanity and higher functions in your brain to a greater extent than the rest of your body, so too Hashem's presence could be said to rest primarily on the holy site of the temple. And from the brain, the life-giving power of the soul flows equally to all body parts. Each body part receives from the soul a specialized energy. If your arm, heaven forbid, does not get energy from the soul, it's a dead arm. The eye gets energy to see, the ear to hear, the mouth to speak, feet to walk. As we know from our own experience that the soul in the brain is connected with the organs, since the brain feels everything that the 248 bodily parts do and everything happens to them. As science has even shown, that all pain that you feel in any part of your body is felt in the brain. The brain is interconnected, so all the energy to your body is coming from the brain. So even though the soul is resting in one area, it's technically everywhere, but it's more manifest and more energizing from one place, which the mind, which then goes to all over. Now, the different powers and energies within the body parts which the body parts receive are not a direct product of the soul's core itself. In other words, it's not the soul itself that divides into the body parts. Because if it were true, it would mean that the soul's divine essence and core would be cast in physical form, shape, and image. Heaven forbid. Rather, in truth, the soul is just one single, non-composite spiritual essence. Devoid entirely, a physical form, and devoid of any notion or semblance of space, dimension, boundary. So it makes no sense to say that the soul's core is found more in the brain of the head than the feet, since the essential core doesn't possess physical, spatial attributes. Only within that essential core is absorbed in potential various types of power and energy which can then be revealed in, from hidden potential state to energize the entire body. So like its creator, the pure divine soul cannot possibly be a composite entity of powers, because then you're defining it. On the other hand, each of the body parts requires specific and diverse powers to function. My eye needs a different energy than my ear. We must therefore say that while the specific powers don't actually exist within the soul, The souls can somehow produce them from its innate potential. And tomorrow we continue exploring this fascinating idea.